And if you're a healthcare worker, there's something amazing that could be coming your way to alleviate stress. And in the biz, it looks like we have a new member of the royal family. You're going to want to hear about this. And how loyal are you to the best before date? Because there's something that Canadians are being asked to do. Could you do it? Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Holly's away. It's myself, Nira, and our producer, Darren. And question is, how loyal are you to the best before date? You know the BB? Oh, yeah. The best before. See it all the time on top there. Right? It's always on food. Mm -hmm. Best before date. There's a new push to remove the best before dates found on most food packaging. Many reasons for this to happen is to get rid of the indicators so it would reduce unnecessary food waste that happens in our country. I think this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Because, a lot of grocers. Yeah. Well, a lot of grocers. The reason this is even coming forth is because a lot of grocers in Europe have already made the move. Europe is the first that's come forward and said, okay, a lot of people are like, not even going to put the best before date on there and anymore. Just not going to do it. And now people are asking, how would Canadians feel about scrapping the dates on packages if you knew it would help reduce food waste? Mm-hmm. Well, is it safe to do? Yeah. A best before date is different than an expiration right. date. Food safety concerns. Of course, when it comes to dairy, all right? Yeah. Your your milk needs an expiration date. Oh, meats, yeah. raw meats, actually even cooked, whatever. Meats need expiration dates. You need to remember, we're not talking about an expiry date on food. We're talking about the best before. Best food is just what I mean. This food is best before this date. Okay. After that. It's not at its best. Not as good. Well, we don't even know. It's just they can't guarantee that it's going to be at its best. Right. Obviously, maybe two years from the best before date, you're going to have some issues. Okay. But if it's a couple of months after a best before date, it's fine. Okay, so you're fine. You've got five people in your house. Yeah. And sushi, your dog as well. Yeah. You're buying a lot of stuff every week. How would you feel about this? Um, I don't really believe in best before dates. Okay. I think it's just, okay, fine. It's best before this date. I'm still that person. I don't look at necessarily the date. I'm more of a taste tester and a smell, smell. tester. Like, i got to see how it smells. How does it taste? Even things like yogurt. You know, yogurts can go way past the expiry date because yogurt itself is a bacteria. It's a yeah. culture. Cheese actually can go past the expiration date, usually, unless, you know, the mold is growing. Yeah, I think this would save a lot of wastage for mm-hmm. sure. I'm not sure how many people would be on board with it. I personally don't really have a problem with it. Uh, I used to work in a supermarket and okay. the, the manager there would give me a lot of stuff that was after its best before date to yeah, bring be- home for free and it was perfect. Because you can't sell it. No. It's a good thing that they at least gave it to you because I know a lot of places that just throw out this oh, yeah. food. And that is so sad. And uh, and I understand why. Like, even for the food bank and stuff, they don't want the things that have passed, like, the best before date. Yeah. But a lot of the times, the food is still good. It's perfect. So, if, if grocery stores are giving food banks that food, even if they it gets used right away for food insecure families, it's still okay. Yeah. Right? Absolutely, yeah. My yeah. roommate, it drives me crazy because he... Uh, he's that person who, as soon as it's on the day that morning, if yeah. it's that date, it's like, yeah. 
it's in done. the garbage. It's done. I'm out well, here. if you want to know, most Canadians are against scrapping the dates on packages, even if they know it'll reduce food waste, because too many people are totally about the date, like exactly what's stamped on there. Yeah. Now, let's just confirm. Again, expiry <laughs> dates are different because I do not want to get in trouble for you drinking some spoiled milk. Yeah, I mean, you can send all <laughs> food poisoning complaints to Nira. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Holly and Nira. And now, well, it looks like we have a new member of the royal family. That's today's top biz story. It's Nira Holly's away. I got our producer Darren hanging out with me. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have adopted a seven-year-old rescue beagle. Oh. Yeah, so sweet, right? This is for their children, Archie and Lilibet. The dog's name is Mama Mia, and she was used as a breeder at an animal research testing facility. Okay, sounds interesting. In really bad conditions. Yeah. So completely needed to be rescued. She's part of like 400 dogs that got rescued, and she just had a bunch of puppies who also needed to be rescued, but Meghan Markle and Prince Harry made a point to adopt her, Mia, Mama Mia, and not the puppies. That's nice because Be- most people would want the, the puppies. Exactly. The, the puppies go quick. Yeah. The puppy, people always want the puppies. Uh huh. And they knew that Mama Mia would have a hard time getting a family and she would get overlooked because she's older, she has health issues, and she's been super traumatized. Okay. So the beagles, they're the one, they've got floppy ears. Right? Yeah, really they're long, floppy ears, beagles. And they're so intelligent. One of the most intelligent dogs. Right. So that's super cute. And yeah, I mean, we always like to like poke fun whenever we can when it comes to Meghan Markle and Prince oh, yeah. Harry. But when something good does get done, I mean, it's great. I also rescued a, a dog from an agency. No, I didn't rescue the dog. I adopted a dog right. from a rescue agency. Let's clarify that. Okay. Uh, and uh, we did that two years ago. And it's true. Like, it's, it's, it's one of the most amazing feelings in the world, knowing that you're taking like a little puppy or a little yeah. animal out of a really hard situation. And yeah, you kind of are rescuing the dog in a mm-hmm. way. Yes, know? that's yeah. true too, yeah. And Olivia Wilde, she wanted to talk about her ex, Jason Sudeikis. Olivia Wilde says it was absolutely vicious of Jason Sudeikis to serve her with custody papers while she was on stage promoting a film. Do you remember when this happened? Oh, yeah. Right, when he was served with papers? a bit embarrassing for her, obviously. Yeah, and... Then she goes on to say, not only does she say it's vicious, but she's like, it was something that was not entirely surprising to me. I mean, there is a reason that I left that relationship. Okay, so there's signs of some bad blood here. Seriously? That was a major shot at him. Okay, whatever she said there, however you want to take it, she is implying that things were not so lighthearted in their relationship. And for the record, Jason Sudeikis said that he had no idea where or when those papers were going to be served to Olivia. Obviously, she does not believe that. And if you are wondering if Olivia Wilde is going to be giving any information about her current relationship with Harry Styles. Nope, she's not interested. Okay. She's like, no, I don't need to be talking about my relationship with Harry Styles. But she will talk about the double standard that she faces when people see her and Harry Styles together in public. She says, people will see me without my kids and they think, how dare she? Why isn't she with her children? But she's like, okay, when I have the kids and people see Jason out without the children, he doesn't get that same type of 
commenting. Right, so there's some double standards there. Of the mom and children versus a dad and children. She's like, you know, if a dad is spotted with his kids, he looks like a hero. Right. But if a mom isn't spotted with the children, you know, she looks terrible. She looks like a bad mom. Well, at least, um, I think Harry's on the same kind of page as her as well. He wants to keep the relationship pretty private as well. Yeah, he keeps it pretty mom. Yeah. From one Olivia to another, Olivia Rodrigo is trending. Remember her song, Deja Vu, where she gives a shout out to Billy Joel? Remember that, right? Oh, yeah. So catchy. Well, Billy Joel was performing at Madison Square Garden last night, and he brought out Olivia Rodrigo on stage to sing that song, Deja Vu. He gave her the stage, let her have it, gave her all these accolades, and then they did a combo of Uptown Girl. sing that song. Oh, they both sound so good together. He's 73. Wow. Okay? Now, I'm wondering did Billy Joel's fans know who she was? They said it was surprising how many people knew the words for Deja Vu. Right. Obviously, they know Uptown Girl. Of course. But how many people actually were in the audience singing along also to Deja Vu? That's great. And I guess for a concert like that, you would have people who would bring along their kids and even grandkids. Of course. So they would be so excited for this. Yeah, so cool. I'm Nira and that's The Biz. You can always catch up on more Biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. You're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Holly's away. It's myself, Nira, and our producer, Darren. And it looks as though Moderna has come out with a brand new vaccine. This brand new vaccine targets both the original strain of COVID-19 and the Omicron variant. Okay, they're right on that. Okay. Problem is, this vaccine, this new vaccine, even though we have purchased, the federal government of Canada has purchased a total of 12 million doses, they haven't approved it. Okay. Health Canada still needs to approve us being able to get this vaccination. Right. But Quebec has said they're rolling it out in two weeks. Okay. So they're very confident with this. They're confident. Right. Yeah. So, and I think maybe the, obviously the Canadian government elsewhere as well, if they're purchasing that much of it, but they're still waiting. Yes. So they're, hence why we're confused. (laughs) The confusion is Health Canada still has not approved it, but Quebec has approved it. Quebec is going to be rolling it out in two weeks. Currently no timeline for approval for all of Canada. But then, you know, from our point of view, I'm like, wait a second, if it's good enough for Quebec, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's good enough for me. Maybe they're trying to get ahead of the winter rush. Who, Quebec? Quebec, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I want to be ahead of the game too, don't you? Oh, yeah. I just had COVID. I don't want it again. Okay. It was not a fun time for me. I got it for the first time since this whole mess has began. I mean, you were one of the last remaining survivors (laughs) on the planet. Yeah. I should get extra points just for that. (laughs) You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Hey, good morning. It's Holly and Nira. Holly's away today. It's myself, Nira, and our producer, Darren. We're hanging out together on this Thursday, gorgeous morning in the sunshine. And we love our local heroes, as in our healthcare workers. Oh, yeah. Particularly over the last two years, they've just stood up big time. Yeah, they've really stepped it up. And healthcare workers across the province are stretched thin. Prompting calls from nurses and doctors for more funding, more support. They deserve it. The government needs to do something because, yeah, they're doing what they can and they're overworked. But there's something. If you're a healthcare worker in Vancouver, there's something that could be coming your way to alleviate stress. 
a pet therapy program is extending its paw to healthcare workers in Vancouver. <coughs> so cute. A new form of stress and anxiety relief is now available for healthcare workers at some Vancouver hospitals. And it's the cutest, like, cuddliest relief that you could ask for. Healthcare workers are getting a mental health boost through the pet therapy program at BC Children's and BC Women's Hospital. Now, this has already been in effect for those who are patients at the hospital. Okay, and it's proved to work? It's been proven time and time again that it works to relieve anxiety, to relieve stress, to boost your immune system because those feel-good hormones just come like, you know, just come through. So now they've decided to expand the support to the staff because the patients have had so much relief from it and their families have had so much relief from it for years. The program that's run by the BC Children's Hospital Foundation at PetSmart Charities of Canada are saying we need to now provide this pet therapy program to the actual healthcare workers at the hospitals because it just helps their mood shift like that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a stressful job, lots of responsibility, long hours. So this could be a game changer. This could really work. Have you ever just, do you feel calmer near or do you feel better or less anxious when you're around your dog? Yeah, we've had dogs for quite a few years and there is, there's just a peacefulness and calmfulness that you just have around a pet. They just bring that out in you and they say the nurses and doctors they've seen it already they've done some of these like you know tests when they've brought in the pets and seen how the nurses and doctors react and how they get a micro break from the chaos the busyness it gives them a sense of quiet peacefulness which is so important for them to get as a little reset before they go back to work they're trying to figure out how to make this happen across the province how you can possibly have a floor that's dedicated for pet therapy for healthcare workers that work in that facility that would be amazing. A dedicated floor full of incredible dogs and healthcare workers Wouldn't just chilling for a few hours. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So I, I want it here. Can we can we get that here, please? Who do we talk to? Who's in HR? I Come don't on. even know. <laughs> Where are they? Holly and Nira.